Look, Looking. I joke about this all the time with people whenever they ask me about what I do or I, I make reference to my job, AJ yeah. McCall at VFX. And depending on the person, like if I think they can handle it, I'll make a joke about being a celebrity. More often than not, I usually say something <laughs> like my celebrity in quotations, oh, right? Sure. So I followed someone the other day who sent me a message that, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're following me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I was like, dude, I am... Right. Wait, just like, way too many don't. props. You're hyping Thank me up you. way too much. Stop and then it. I was just flipping through Instagram this morning while we're getting ready for the show. And a friend of mine got followed by Cole Swindell, the country artist. Oh, yeah, nice. I've met. He's amazing. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Yeah. And I was thinking about this because the whole point of social media at the end of the day really is clout. 100%. It's a whole, yeah. So the whole reason people get on yeah. it in the first place. Who's the most famous person? Because I think somebody famous or a big shot following you is definitely huge clout. It's like big bragging materials, especially uh, if it's one of those things where it's not like they follow you, hope you follow them back, and then they ditch you. Right. Which like is why I pretty else. much don't add anyone anymore. Right. At least initially. Shoot, I follow like everybody back, usually. Okay, let's Who's see. the most famous person that follows you? I got to look real fast. Because I got a couple of like radio people that, right. we're, that we're friends with right. that have like big followings and stuff. Um. Aaron Carter was for a while. I got to see if he's still following me. The anticipation's killing me because he's, he's, it was such a big deal. And then it stuck and now uh, he's gone crazy. Even I don't more even know. Crazy. I don't even know if Aaron Carter is on Twitter anymore. <laughs> I can't find him. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I can't find him. Oh, no. I got to see. Maybe he's on. Does he follow me on Instagram? Oh, no. Not your big pillar follower on Twitter. Oh, well. Okay, let's see. Instagram. I don't think he follows me on Instagram. No, he's following 18 people. I'm sure one of them is not me. <laughs> That'd be kind of a big deal. If I know. You, actually. I know. See, I thought about this. So okay. I one time got followed. I don't think I am anymore, but comedian Ben Bailey on uh-huh. Twitter. And I don't think he follows me anymore. And I thought about this. We have some radio people and there's probably some people on Instagram that have a huge following. That I have no idea what they do. Oh, yeah. And we just mutually follow each other and congrats to them on their cloud. I almost faced person follows me. He's probably McCall. Oh, huh. Thanks. <laughs> That's uh, it's very nice of you. Uh, you know, you and your TikTok and you and your Instagram and my Facebook's dude. I don't out, have, but you know, whatever. Right. I don't have that many followers on like Instagram. Like I'm looking at my Instagram right now and I'm at like 1,600 followers. You're the most famous person that follows me. Oh, thank so, you. Thank you. I feel. Special. (laughs) Speaking of fame, uh, luckily for both of us, that quote-unquote celebrity doesn't come with the attention that actual celebrity comes with because McCall came in this morning and said, I have the dumbest story to tell you about myself. Yep. I have no idea what it is. It happened last night. I literally laughed at myself in bed and Dustin was like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, the fact that I have to tell AJ this in the morning because he's going to (laughs) die. He's going to be like, you are... A moron. That's the preface. Yeah. Paparazzi's not following us. We ain't those celebrities. But we got a radio show, so we got to talk about it anyway. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you, more often than not, I mostly know what's going on in the show. Right now, no idea. We're in the same boat. AJ McCall at VFX. So what the heck happened last night? <laughs> okay. So I had the opportunity last night. I was going to go be a part of a music video. Right. right? So excited. It was going to be awesome. The, the music video filming itself was awesome, okay? Okay, good. Your girl is not very uh, graceful. Knew that. Okay? Did know that. I got this great idea last night. Okay. And I went out there. She molly whopped. <laughs> I went out there and I decided, okay, this is going to be cool, okay? So we went bowling. So okay. I go out there. I'm always really good at bowling the first time around. Right. I remember Every talking about that. It was your beginner's luck thing. For some reason, I just like always kill it. So I grab my ball and we're in this big group of people and we're filming the music video. And I was like, I'm going to freaking kill this. So I grab the ball and I walk out there and I do my little like, you know, bowling approach. Right. I don't know how I did it. I don't know what I did. But all I know is that the ball ended up down the lane. I ended up in the middle of the lane. And I'm pretty sure I broke my ankle. So, 
<laughs> All I know is that it went pop and I went, my ankle! And then I hit the ground. And I'm laying there in the middle of this lane like, oh my gosh, please tell me somebody got this on video because we're filming a music video. Like, I hope, I hope that there's the, the video footage of it. And I'm laying there and I'm like, it's not a big deal. It's okay. Like, I'm just really uncoordinated. It's not a big deal. So I go and I sit down and they're like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I look down and my it foot off. is literally the size of like a softball. Oh. So I'm like sitting there and I'm like, ha ha ha. Oh. I don't know what to do. And so I'm like, yeah, this is fine. So I stand up and then I start to get really lightheaded and I start to get really dizzy. And I'm like, your girl's going to pass out. So they're like, okay, just stand around and act like you're having the best time of your life. And I'm like, yeah, it's this is to so sound more. Wah, 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 wah. And everything starts to like. Did you get a concussion? No, I just, I got super dizzy. So anyway, I sit down and I'm like. I'm going to pass out. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And so I'm sitting there like, am I, is it, is it, is it like so painful that I'm going to pass out because of the pain? Or am I just like super embarrassed because I made a total fool out of myself in front of a ton of people. And I'm just like laying on the ground at Logan Lane's like, ha, 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 this is great. So I'm sitting there just like. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's what? going on. And so I had to ask one of the ladies that was there. I was like, hey, so I know that I really don't know you, but like, I think I'm going to go get some ice. So like, if I pass out between here and there, will you call Dustin and let him know that I'm a moron? <laughs> and she's like, advice, I might pass out. She's like, don't worry. Don't worry. I'll just go get you some ice. So she went, got me some ice, got me some water. She was very nice. Um, and then I sat there and I was like. This may be the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. That says something. I've done a lot of dumb things. Okay, one question. Oh, how did ignoring the fact that you completely faulted? I have no. How idea. many pins did you knock down? I don't know. I don't even know if the ball got all the way to the end. I don't know where the ball went. Like honestly, I have no idea what happened to the ball. <laughs> I was thinking about that last night as I was laying in bed. I was like, huh, I wonder what happened to that bowling ball. Did it go down to the end? Into did the I, ceiling. Just did I throw it into <laughs> the ceiling? I have no idea. All I know is I was like swinging, and the next thing I knew, I went my ankle poof, on the ground. Let the Awful. record show if McCall's involved in your pro, uh, any of your projects, the insurance quota is just look through the roof. Here's the thing: your premium is gonna spike. Here's the thing: two weeks ago we were talking about this, and I told AJ this must be a sign from the universe because I've been asked to be in two music videos yes. over the course of two days. So I don't know if the universe was like, you know what? I really want your ankle broken. Here's some humble pie. Here you go. Humble pie. Awful. Hard to believe, right? McCall in oh. all that embarrassment. Definitely in all that ridiculousness. <laughs> ridiculousness is the one that makes all the friends. And maybe that's yeah. how you just seem so personable. Yeah, that's what they told me at the end. They were like, oh, you're just so personable. <laughs> regular and I was like, Thanks. And maybe that's her key to success. But it was in the debate at eight yesterday, including some of her weirdest stories. Talking to strangers. They always told me not to. But As a kid, not advisable. As an adult, judgment call and a pandemic may be a good idea to kind of get around at least a basic fear, I think. Yeah. For the Beezer Lock and Key debated eight on VFX. So the question becomes, what stories? Call can talk to anyone, yep, but what stories? Basically anything. Because really. the poll of the day, most majority of people, it's like 75% almost, were like less than average. Below average, probably going to start a conversation with a stranger. So before, <laughs> let's ask Leah. Leah, what about you? You, uh... More likely to strike up a conversation with a stranger? I talk to strangers all day, every day. It's no big deal. See, I love it. Like, So if it's part of your job, like I'm with it. Don't get me wrong. I get to meet people via phone at least plenty of times with our show. But like, you ever have any weird, deep conversations? Because McCall had some conversation about Satan worshiping. I can't remember. What She's going to tell me in a second what it actually How was. How dare you? With some shop worker or I something. <laughs> It was back when I was in high school and I had a conversation with the Walmart greeter about how his wife died. That, and she's a star. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, he said same, that she had thing. turned into a star, which I was like, wow, that's really cool. Anything weird to match that? Um, you know, I've had so many, it would be really hard to uh, narrow it down to one because, I mean, I've had conversations about just about anything you can imagine. Me too. I mean, I yeah. feel like I can talk yeah. to a wall. Pretty much, Yeah. <laughs> 
I have taught in walls too. Yeah. <laughs> when I yeah. was hallucinating. Um, <laughs> they become engaging, engaging conversations. They're great. Love it. <laughs> Thank you, Leah. So the, the bar is set high, low, however you look at it, because Leah and McCall have had conversations with walls apparently. So how? No idea. I don't know. I just randomly, sometimes you just randomly strike up conversations. You get in a situation where you're waiting for a long time and rather than stand there uncomfortable or awkwardly and, you know, somebody may be standing next to you, you just say <laughs> something like, hey, I like your shirt. Where'd you get it? So give me what you told us that you elaborated the the uh, wife passing away, becoming a star. W- weird conversation you have with strangers. How deep we talking here? What do you got? Over the weekend, I ended up spending some time with... Uh, Dustin's friends from high school and we went camping with them and I really had never had a conversation with his wife like we've talked before but we sat and talked for probably like four hours I wouldn't necessarily say that she's a stranger like she basically An knows acquaintance. my entire life now oh, never mind. so we're friends we're good now but like I'm not afraid to to have a conversation just about like my entire life quick because, question did yeah. she ask you or was this like you falling around just talking and talking and talking no we were both we were both just like ex- exchanging stories so Megan's it was it was back and forth between the two of us um but I feel like she's the exact same way like we just have random conversations with people she said she said something that kind of like resonated with me she said people feel like they can tell me their entire life. And it's always been that way. And I said, yeah, that's kind of how it is for me too. Like I'll have conversations with people and usually like they'll tell me their entire life. I don't know. I remember in third grade, there was a parent teacher conference that we went to and my mom had sat down with my teacher and my teacher told her that they had changed my seating arrangement. And my mom was like, oh, okay, cool. She said, the problem is, is that we've changed McCall's seating arrangement like five times and she finds friends anywhere she goes. Like always, she said she's going to be a great communicator one day. Thing. I was like, oh, cool. She said that's one. That's one really good thing. She knows how to make friends. Just <laughs> a distraction, but I know how to make friends. McCall's big tips were start with a compliment. Yeah, really that simple. If you Let's don't want to have a conversation down, with somebody, don't talk back or tell them to shut up or like <laughs> give them a death glare. You should podcast that. Podcast. <laughs> These are lock and key debate at eight on VFX. It's funny you bring up um, schools, McCall, because I was just uh-huh. thinking the other day. So I've never broken a bone. Right. Though sometimes not for lack of trying, because admittedly, not that I really want to break a bone at this point because I'm kind of old now. Yeah, it takes a minute to uh, heal. But when I was a kid, I was kind of into it because there was one aspect of breaking a bone that was super cool and nobody can deny it. Right. Little extra recap. It's ironic though, because McCall and I were just talking about how casts are amazing yesterday, and then right on cue, McCall decides I'm gonna trip into the bowling alley. Lane. I'm gonna break my ankle. I don't know that I broke my ankle. Okay, we don't. I'm gonna severely that yet. hurt my ankle. We don't know that. I was talk. I I don't know. I feel like I should probably go to the doctor, but I yes. also am like, well, you know, maybe I'll wait for like four days and I I'll would, see what. I happens. really wouldn't suggest four days. Well, but the problem is, is that sometimes when the swelling is really bad, like they, you can't get like a really good read on the x-ray. I would say like two max. Maybe. Two things. <laughs> One, uh, pictures to come on our social media so you could just see the <laughs> severe difference in McCall's ankles, Utah's VFX. I got itty bitty little baby ankles. You like they're, they're very skinny. Blind to miss it. They're very, very skinny. So when you compare the two of them, because they're very bony. You can't see a bone in the one. Two. You just see a, like, tennis ball. After talking about how you make friends with strangers, how do you feel knowing that for a handful of those people, I would assume, last night, their memory's going to be of you face planting oh, and potentially you, breaking your ankle while bowling? AJ, you have no idea how, uh, like, upsetting it is. I seriously, I was going to pass out last night and I couldn't tell if it was from embarrassment or because it hurt so bad. I wasn't sure. Basically. (laughs) How to make friends. You gotta you gotta humanize yourself. You gotta just humble yourself. yourself, They're like, oh my gosh, this is just a regular person who kind of probably needs a little bit of help because they fall on their face. All the time. To catch a criminal from Florida, we need a criminal from Florida. That means three headlines, please, McCall. Okay. Headline number one, an auto worker stabbed a co-worker for cutting in front of him in the lunch line. Please tell me you said, who's cut now? Ah, cat, cat. 
There's story one. Story number two, some guy has been sentenced to 15 years in prison because he fired his gun into the grave of a man who'd been murdered. And he yelled, quote, you got what you deserved. Do you think the spirit of that guy, the guy that was having the the funeral, was looking over it, like, uh, just having one last look at his family members and wishing he could comfort them, and then that guy did that? He was like, not again! I don't know, man. Because it happened during his funeral, so it's not a great, not a great situation. Jeez. And then we got story number three, which involves a lady who got arrested after a toilet paper argument with her boyfriend got physical. Wait, guys, like, was it the roll thing, or was it like the argument from like two months know. ago where toilet paper disappeared and people were like fighting each other? I don't know. This no, sounds like no one idea of what things. details about the topic. Led it was to over the under. Argument. It had to have been over or under. The answer is over. Anyway, there you go. Three crazy stories. AJ and McCall at VFX for Florida or not, we got Sarah on the line. Now, Sarah, do you think it's possible in all facets of life, work, home, wherever else, family's houses, to not have some disagreement when it comes to toilet paper? I don't think it's possible. (laughs) (laughs) It's fair. At some point, you're going to run into someone who just doesn't see it the over-under way you do. I'm not saying we're going to pick story three, but you know how much McCall (laughs) loves that argument. Three full stories, please. Okay. So we got story number one, which involves apparently a line cutting dispute that leads to stabbing. He had to have had a pun, right? I don't know, man. By the way, I figured out that's why you love RuPaul's Drag Race. I love it. RuPaul just makes puns again and again and again. RuPaul is the best. Anyway, uh, the stabbing. Cut now. Oh, I love it. Anyway, the. uh, What were they even in line for? Lunch. They were just in line to grab lunch. It's very important. Anyway, one of the workers believed to have cut the line at a turnstile to try and get the food. Should have done that. Tried to cut the line. The guy was like, nope, stab. Boom. That person ain't going to cut again. I bet you they're going to remember that one. The quarrel culminated in an argument and a stabbing in the parking lot during a lunch break on Monday. (sighs) There's story one. Story number two. We got a guy who was sentenced to 15 years in prison for firing a gun into the grave of a man who'd been murdered and yelling, quote, you got what you deserved. He did it during this guy's funeral. So I. (laughs) What a range of emotions to go from, obviously, probably for the most part, everybody there, very sad, very upset to extremely terrified and really confused. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess he then waved the gun in the direction of the mourners and fled. He was arrested a short time later near the entrance of the cemetery. So he really didn't get very far. We have to agree at least a little bit, right? That that guy must have really done something to warrant that. Must have. I don't know. Nobody showed up to a funeral with a gun if he didn't do something. This says, the guy said, you ain't expletive. You got what you deserved. Okay, great. At least he can't die twice. Yeah, there's story two. And then story number three, a couple got into an argument over... Toilet paper on Monday nights. The woman ended up scratching her boyfriend a bunch of times on the shoulder, so she got arrested for domestic battery because scratching, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Turns out she was also arrested back in September, also for scratching her boyfriend during a fight. She should really cut her nails. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I guess so. Like, come on. Fighting over toilet paper is so March. I'm telling like, you, it, it was the over-under. It really was. Been. It had, had to have been. been the over-under argument. Because, yeah, it says it doesn't give any details about what toilet paper topic led it to the argument. It was the over-under. But it was about toilet paper. It was, yeah. So there you go. Three crazy stories. All right, Sarah, uh, what do you think? We got three full stories here. We've heard them all. What are you feeling? I'm thinking number two. Yeah, I kind of like that one as well. It sounds like a, almost like a Florida vendetta, right? Only in Florida could someone show up and decide... He's already dead, but to get my point across, I'm going to shoot him again. Oh, boy. Is it story number two, McCall? It's not. I'm sorry. Where? where? Chi-town. Yeah, all right. That's fair. Yeah. Happened in Chicago. (laughs) I can't even imagine that scene. No. Just, wow. The nerve of some people, right? Right. Right. Yep. Okay, Sarah, unfortunately we didn't win, but... You can always play. We play Florida Not every weekday at 6.50 on VFX. I think. So maybe it is the toilet paper argument. Would it, would it really surprise you with McCall if it wasn't? Just kind of subtly get her point across? Who knows? Florida Not with AJ McCall at VFX. So let us uh, settle this once and for all. Bailey, when it comes to the toilet paper, over or under, how does it come off the roll? 
Over. Over. 100%. Right. 100%. Mm-hmm. No, it's under. You're wrong. Making sure everybody knows it's AJ, under. AJ, <laughs> you're so wrong. Oh, dear. All right, Bailey, we've got two remaining stories. Let's see if we can win you those monster truck tickets. Okay. Awesome. So we got story number one. An auto worker stabbed a co-worker because he cut in front of him in a lunch line. Now, I'm not saying this guy was justified, but, like, you guys can't cut. No, like, it's one of those things mm-hmm. we also learned as kids. You know, yep. like, don't take things that aren't yours. Yep. Please and thank you. Yep. Don't cut in line. Uh-huh. So there's story number one. And then we got story number three, which involves a couple that got into an argument over the TP on Monday nights. The lady ended up scratching her boyfriend a bunch of times on the shoulder, which led to arrest for domestic battery. Now, she was arrested back in September also for scratching her boyfriend during a fight. I, I don't, I don't know how toilet paper could make you, like, physically violent. I really don't. Well, but, if you mm-hmm. said it four times. No. <laughs> no. McCall, I'd never were you get to not a point in where the United like, States in I'm going to scratch everyone. Were you not in the United States in March I to was. answer a question of I how was. toilet paper could cause people but, to be physically but, violent? But remember, I was still stocked up and I was okay. Yeah, well, so... <laughs> Physical okay. violence is never the answer. Okay, sorry. McCall Children. McCall had nothing happen. Her world was good, so nothing that bad happened in the rest of the world. <laughs> That's right. Fire. Okay. So there you go. All right, Bailey, we gotta pick uh we gotta pick one of two stories here. Which one are you feeling? Hmm. I don't really know. It's really hard. <laughs> I'm kinda leaning three just because those ridiculous domestic violence stories are usually in Florida. And again, it's an argument over hmm? stupid toilet paper. Yeah. Hmm. Let's go with the toilet paper. All right, McCall. We're going to go with story number three. You're going to win. You're going to get your political agenda across here if it's story three. Is it story three? It is. Congratulations. We've got a family four-pack for you to go to the Monster Truck Insanity Tour in Tremont this Saturday night. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. Classic McCall. Got some kind of agenda (sighs) secret message she's got to get across. My bad. Not really. I don't feel that bad about the it. The subtle message, if you weren't paying attention, I'm a film major, so I know what I'm talking about, uh, was if you don't do it right, you're going to get attacked. So put the toilet paper on the right way. It's a subtle message. I have only ever said that once. <laughs> and that's been at the radio station. Because the only right way that I request the toilet paper be put on the roll is just by putting the toilet paper on the roll. And it's still tough. It's still a challenge. And it's still a challenge. Still a task. Just That's yesterday, fair. just fair. yesterday, I went in there and I look over and the toilet paper roll is empty. And I'm like, yo, it's not that hard. Then I look That's under the fair sink. Point. I look under the sink and there are three rolls of toilet paper. And I'm sure someone listening is like, well, McCall, why don't you just put it on? Don't worry, I did. But, like, no, why can't fair. people just put it's it back fair. on? fair. You should be able to at least, no, I was going to say at least put it in the vicinity of the roll, but no, it's not that hard. You can put no, it on the roll. Just put it on the roll. We've all had to do it. You've definitely done it at least once in your life. You can put it on the roll. If you're it's capable of emptying a roll, you're capable of putting a roll back on the tube. Okay? I like, agree wholeheartedly. Honestly. Wholeheartedly. Florida not on VFX. Now, on Thursdays, we give ourselves a challenge because you've got to be positive. got to totally. find the, the bright side. But when it comes to Florida night, it gets a little bit tougher. So how yeah. do you find the silver linings of the stupidity that is Florida not? Oh, boy. As the keeper of the stories, McCall decides for us which one we have to find the positivity and the <gasps> silver linings on VFX. I think, I think the one we're going to go to is the uh, auto worker, which happened in Detroit, by the way. Auto of course. Detroit. Okay. Uh-huh. Makes sense now. Mm-hmm. So they were at work, and the guy cut in front of him at the lunch line. Got it. Look, silver <laughs> linings. You're going to remember the childhood lesson. Yeah, you no should. Cuts, no butts. No coconuts. It's right there, guys. I think cuts lead to, like, different cuts. Silver lining. That guy's never going cut to li- cut in line again. Mm-mm. Silver Mm-mm. lining. That guy's not going to be able to stab anybody again. Silver lining for that worker. That dude ain't going to be allowed at that place of business again. Yep. Silver <laughs> lining. Maybe this guy's going to be able to get his food without other people cutting in front of him in line in jail. Silver lining. Guy's going to be humbled when he goes to jail because, like, if other people cut in front of him in line, he can't just stab them. I mean, he could, but he can't. Silver lining for anybody in the worker's life that uh, is unhappy with his sarcasm after saying, what are you going to do? Cut me? He's not going to be so sarcastic anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Silver lining, 
I bet the guy that got stabbed probably had a pretty good lunch at the hospital. No, hospital food's terrible. No, no uh, dude, hospital food is delicious. It's expensive. Well, I don't know that part, but like from what uh, from the hospitals that I've been to, the hospital food is pretty dang good. Oh, okay, and it's okay. not that expensive. Sorry, McCall stays that hoity toity. I went to the one in Brigham City for heaven's sakes. Silver linings, everybody can bring him his comfort food. Yeah. <laughs> Silver lining. Yesterday, if a cast was cool, then a stab wound is. Yeah, guys, I got this stab wound for cutting someone in line at lunch. That's really the most ungangster story it's of all time. Literally awful. Yeah. It's like it's like the worst thing about you know story of like breaking your ankle while bowling. Silver lining. Silver lining. I bet this guy doesn't have to go to work for a hot minute. Silver lining. If chicks dig scars, bro's got one. I don't know that cutting in line is the best scar to have. No, you you leave you that like story you leave it that up. part out. Yeah, you're like well, yeah. you gotta just talk about the stab. Yeah, you talk about getting I, the stab part. You don't tell why. I defended a. Uh, I was defending a dog. There's these school children. I saved their lives. Yep. <laughs> Silver linings on VFX, finding the positivity even in the dumbest stories yep. of the day. Yep. Okay, I gotta. This may be a dumb story, but it involves me, and I need one question answered. Uh-oh. And that question is, am I a jerk? Oh, no. Self-reflection is a very important thing to do. Yes. And that's where I find myself now, AJ and McCall, on VFX, because I'm concerned that I'm the jerk. Okay. So if you ask Producer Butters, you ask McCall, one of the things that... We'll say they observed about me is that I talk to my brother a lot. Yep. I have not physically seen him, despite the fact he lives in Vegas, not that far of a road trip, right. for six plus months. I got sick. Ash got sick. Could make the trip. They, they got didn't have sick. Rona, COVID by the way. nineteen just... happened. No, right. it was before. They were then. just. They were just ill. Brother works in a hospital, high risk, not allowed to come down. Right. So, I don't know if anybody remembers, but a couple weeks ago, I got invited by my brother to go to Mexico. And I asked McCall, am I a hypocrite if I consider doing this after telling my friend you can't come because your girlfriend might have coronavirus? Didn't go, right? Right, They still went. So now, we're supposed to get back, I think, this weekend. Wants to set up us getting together. And they went to L.A. with family that I have no idea who it is. Right. Random family. Got it. Then went to Mexico. Straight from L.A. to Mexico. Okay. Which is a little bit of an adventure. And that was when? They're in Mexico right Right now. Right now? Okay. This whole week. And then they want to come back and come up and visit. And I like eh, maybe just like, like, like they're at a resort. In, they're in Cancun. Nice. Maybe let's roll it a week or two and just make sure everything's copacetic. Like, yeah. Uh, I understand your hesitancy. Good. That's a good start. I wouldn't I wouldn't like be disappointed if you were like, no. I, I feel like it's reasonable. Luke, uh, what do you think? Uh, I think you need to stop being a sheep and stop listening to everyone telling oh, you how to live your life because you just eventually have to go out. Like, you can't have these people telling you, no, you can't go out to visit. Like, if you want to go and visit family, you go and do that. You shouldn't have to listen to the government telling you, no, you need to stay home. You can't hang out with people. You can't go here. You can't go here. I mean, eventually, you're just going to be at home, and then your body's not going to be able to fight it off if you get the coronavirus anyway because, like, you have no germs that uh, you're going up against if you're sitting at home all the time. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go the complete opposite of Luke. Stay home. Never go anywhere. You're going to stay home forever and ever. Amen. Mandated. (laughs) Thanks, Luke. That's certainly a take. Uh, <laughs> huh, weird. I mean, the, the, the thought process. I know we've talked about it a couple times in the after show. We always try to figure out where we're at. We, every once in a while, we figure out where we're at. Where do you think you were? We've gone from like, eh, to I don't want it, to all right, just let it happen already if I'm going to get it, to trying to you know do your part. But Right. <sighs> I don't know. Like the, the the only part I feel like is a jerk is I haven't been able to see my brother because plans keep getting canceled right. for six plus months, and now he actually was to come up, and I'm like, you were just out of the country. You were just in L.A. Yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah. Final. The final answer, and you can text six eight two five five. Start text with VFX answer as well. Is am I a jerk? If I you tell, tell him, him no? not to come. No. 
I don't think so. Would you be a jerk any other time of the year if you were to say, don't come to my house? You know, I'm just not really feeling up to it. No. Oh, okay. It's your house. End of story. I mean. I'm not a sheep. Coronavirus or not. (laughs) Am I a sheep? Always. Always. We're always sheep. Sheep, sheep, yes. Jerk, no. Just so we're all on the same page. AJ McCall on VFX. Uh, Okay. Luke was a little bit worked up. McCall's a little bit worked up, though, for vastly different reasons, because McCall, unsurprisingly, can't find things, though this time it may not be because she lost it. Nope. What is gone? For once, McCall may have lost something that she didn't actually lose. Mm, Nope. find it. She didn't lose it. AJ and McCall at VFX. What is gone, McCall? So, I have tried numerous times. To go to the store and go find Country Time Pink Lemonade. Specifically Country Time yep. Pink Lemonade. Yep. yep. It's the best. And then it's always, it's been gone. So I'm like, oh, well, that's strange. I didn't really think anything of it. I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, they're just they're just out of stock here or whatever. Dustin's mom reaches out to me and she's like, hey, do you guys have any, like, Country Time Pink Lemonades there? And I was like... No, actually, we don't. I can't find them. And she's like, I can't find them at my at the store that I normally shop at. And I was like, what? <laughs> so we've like looked around to try and find these like country time lemonades. And Dustin's mom ended up finding some of those like 24 packs of them. Mm-hmm. And so she got like four of them. She brings got me to. She brings me to. And she's like, here you go. Have them. And I'm like, oh, thank you. That's very nice. And so. Last weekend, we went down to her house to go drop the dogs off before we went to Montana. And we get there, and she's like, hey, do you still have Country Time Pink Lemonades? And I was like, yeah, I do. And she's like, okay, good, because I can't find them anywhere. I'm like, what the crap? What is the deal? And so it's like they're this on again, off again. Like, they're everybody's getting caught up. I understand, okay? I know how production works. People are trying to get caught up with everything. But it's... So interesting. I'm like, Country Time Pink Lemonade is what I can't find right now. Like, we thought toilet paper was weird, but I feel like this is weird. Like, who is in the high demand for Country Time Pink Lemonade? It's just their jam. Dude, it's good. It's good lemonade. Okay, I got one for you outside the pandemic. So, everyone loves queso. Yeah, I love queso. One of my big complaints is with the jars, you can't get all of it. Like, you can try. You can get most of it. Okay. But you can't get all of it. And they don't make them big enough that you can really stick your hand in to finish it off. So once it gets to a certain level, it's really obnoxious. Right? Right. When I first moved here, okay. I found these little, they weren't cans, because obviously you can't put cans in the microwave, but they were like cans that you could microwave. Yeah, they like the queso, glass ones. Right. But they were like, they weren't as tall, so you could get all of them out. I And I had them i bought like a bunch of Were them they like the tostinos to- i think they were so yeah. yeah yeah i cannot find them i had them like three times first month i was here they immediately disappeared i love those cannot find those them. ones are my favorite because it's so nice because you can't get your hand in the jar and then when you're trying to get the last of it you get cheese all over your fingers it's a whole big mess it's obnoxious those cans i've been searched for them i have a i have a solution for you what is that do you have you can get like those little rubber spatulas Probably so a I have, good idea. I have one that I'm not going to give to you, but I have one that was like a dollar at the dollar store. It was great. I loved it. It's like the best thing in the world. You can get them in like different it, colors. It They're says a lot. Cool. It says a lot that it was only a dollar. And McCall's like, yeah, you can't have it. It's only a buck, but now you can't have it. Well, I'm mostly saying that because if I promise it to you, I'm going to forget it. Like I've forgotten producer butters. <laughs> I was supposed to bring him something probably like six months ago. And now I don't even remember what it was. And he kept asking me like, Hey, you can bring me that. And I was like, yeah, totally, totally forgot. have no idea what it was. Cannot remember. Oh, fair. Okay. So, so if I tell you, yeah, I will, I, I just won't bring it yeah, because I won't I, expect it. No, that's yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. So just all be surprised. lower the expectations, that's, no, lower the bar, yep. exceed expectations. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just, with it. Yep. I'm with it. So anyway, uh, that may solve your queso salute or, your queso problem. You have no idea Except how many like, headaches that alleviated my life. I know. I'm. That's what I'm here for is alleviating headaches. I can't Causing help you with like, huh? Causing a few along the way. All the time. All the time. I can't promise there won't be headaches, but I'll just alleviate <laughs> some of them. No, queso, I think, has been interesting because, yes, I have also noticed a shortage of queso. Well, duh, everybody loves it. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Right. It's queso. It's delicious. <clears throat> I noticed a difference... Uh, I mean, it, it makes sense right now because everybody's fly fishing, but like all of the flies, like I went to the sportsman's and they were like, they had a lot of them. Uh, you're a trendsetter. You started talking about it. Now everybody's into it. No, man. They were gone before I ended up going in. <laughs> VFX. 
Last night, maybe, just maybe, McCall was going to find 15 more minutes of fame, and she still may have. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. No, not exactly for the reason she thought. Uh-uh. Most people probably hope for 15 minutes of good fame. Yeah. I feel like that's safe to say. Though you know with the saying, 15 minutes of fame, it's not always good fame. I, more often than not, it's probably fame to bad fame. It depends. AJ and McCall at VFX. Because I feel like in this vicinity... It it it's usually good fame, because a lot of the times, you know, people want to write like good stories, like feel goodish stories. You know, world loves some drama, McCall. That's oh, all I'm gonna definitely. say. Definitely. Because last night, McCall may have thought she was on her way to maybe, maybe, <laughs> some good 15 minutes of fame, and instead, you know, man, I, honestly, I don't think you could say it's bad. I just don't think it's the right, uh, it's uh, the intended fame that you were looking for. Uh, because, you know, music video. Yeah. A little bit of fame. Totally. Falling in front of your, uh, everyone on your face and possibly breaking your ankle. It's not bad fame. It's not great fame, that's nope. for sure. Nope, it's not. It's embarrassing fame. How about before yesterday? Let's just put you yesterday aside. Kay. What was your 15 minutes of fame or closest thing to it before yesterday? Um, Probably, like, getting a job here, number one. Right. Uh, followed by radio. Yeah. Followed by winning a hot air balloon ride when I was like in kindergarten. Like I got a whole write up about myself Living in the newspaper. It, it was so cool. I remember because my mom was like, "Now don't get your hopes up that you're gonna win." And I was like, "I don't know why you're saying don't get your hopes up because I'm going to win." Yeah, McCall's exact like, words to her won. mom were, "My hopes are as sky high as that balloon's gonna be yeah, that I'm mom. riding in." Yeah, mom. So anyway, then I ended up winning this hot air balloon ride, which, by the way, I never got to take. Well, maybe your mom was I'd technically like to take right. Somebody then. up on that offer, <laughs> but it carries over, right? Twenty no. years later. I don't think so. I think they ended up moving to like Arizona or something. I think the closest I've come to 15 minutes of fame has to be in some capacity with this job. Before oh, yeah. this, uh, my college basketball team won a huge basketball game and I was working camera crew and I'm in the picture that was on the front page of the local newspaper the next day. There you go. I'm of course not in the center celebrating as they're jumping up and down, but I'm in the picture. <laughs> That's uh, good. I think more, I'll trade not having good 15 minutes of fame for not having bad 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. I will absolutely take that, especially the age of the internet finding something and be like, look at this. I found it. I found it. I don't want any of that. You know, I found a list of like people who have had success, like 15 minutes of fame-ish. And like somebody said that they had like 100,000 likes on a comment on a YouTube channel. And I was like, that's, you know, that's pretty impressive. Like, I felt pretty cool when, like, I had a video that hit, like, 100,000 views on TikTok. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I feel like I got a little bit of TikTok clout. I don't. But, like, I thought it was kind of cool. Hit 1,500 followers on Instagram. And I was like, woohoo! Killing it! Oh, my gosh! Wow! This is so cool! 1,500 followers, 15 minutes, Illuminati. Oh, <gasps> Oh my gosh. Uh, bad news though. Uh-huh. The 15 minutes of fame is going to sour. Yeah, it is. Because uh, our families may or may not have permission to write books about us, but we got to try and guess what stories we got to get out ahead of. What stories do you think are going to be in there? Now, they've been around for a while, but it seems like the uh, big form of tea spilling, besides, of course, YouTube scandals, <laughs> yes. AJ McCall at VFX for the Beezer Lucky Key Debated Eight, is tell out books. Yes. And now we found ourselves in a position where some family member, we don't know who, but some family member whose sister close to AJ and sister close to McCall are going to spill all the dirty secrets all in the tell-all books. hot thesis. So what's going to be in the book, McCall? What fam- what's a family member who's somewhat, somehow close to you? What are they going to put in your book? Because they got to sell books. Got to be catchy. Uh, they're probably going to say something along the lines of... Calls kind of like a know-it-all. <laughs> Just fine. They're not wrong. Um, or they'd probably say something along the lines of McCall um, is looking to sabotage my life. That's also one. That's absolutely factual. 100%. I've seen it happen. AJ knows. McCall torches everyone around her. Yep. I just wait. I just wait and wait and wait for you to screw up. And then as soon as you do, bam, I gotcha. 
on my radio show. Ah, we're talking about it on the morning show. <laughs> Boom roasted. I got somebody about that. I was a friend of mine. I texted a friend yesterday and, and uh, the comfort food friend. And I told her, I was like, oh, by the way, you were on the show yesterday. And she goes, I hate you. I was like, look, I didn't say your life. name specifically, but look, you were wrong on that opinion and I needed to share it. Now, <laughs> if it's in my life and you're a part of my life, you're getting talked about. I got it. Yeah, that's that's the policy. I'm kind of curious as to what would be written because I'm in a strange for my family for the most part, better part of half a decade already. Decade. So yeah. I'm curious to see uh, what what they choose to work with. It's all got to come from younger stuff. And I think the biggest family secret, I feel like I've talked about it already, but if not, bombshell. Uh, I used to be emotionally disturbed probably too far. I don't remember what it was. I went to therapy as a kid. I didn't handle my parents' divorce well. Right. And so I used to act out emotionally as a kid, and then it fostered itself. And I used to poop my pants as a kid. Oh, okay. That was the way that I acted out up until probably about middle school-ish. Uh-huh. And then, you know, I didn't. Right. Because I was like, this is embarrassing. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing I this? I remember thinking Self-sabotage. that. Self-sabotage. That's So that, that's the big one, because that was terrifyingly embarrassing, obviously, yeah, as course. a kid. Of course. But, you know, it happens. Can't ride a bike. No. Haven't broken a bone. Yeah. Me, I'm never at the family neither. reunions anymore. Me neither. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, but how, how often did you do this? Not that this is a competition, but how often did your family do this? Uh, I want to say we have them, like, every year. No, oh, you beat me, because mine's every two. Yeah, I think we have them. Nope. I think we used to have them definitely every single year, but... Have you been asked to host one? Last time I saw a specific I, family member from that side, they were like, you know, Utah's beautiful. Maybe you should host a family reunion. And I was like, that is not going to happen. I have not been asked to host a family reunion, but I don't know how my family would react if I were to host a family reunion. Well, you got the big, beautiful house. Yes. We've been talking about you building a really luxurious tree house. Sure. Um, you got that sh- barn that's for that rustic fall down in the wind feel. That's uh, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Don't you worry. I got a barn that's not falling down, too. Um, yeah. No, I don't think my family would be like, you know what? I think McCall is the perfect person to host the family reunion. <laughs> I think they're like, ooh, you know what? McCall is kind of a train wreck. Do you so... think there's enough interesting stories that someone could embellish in your life to sell a decent book? Oh, please. I don't no know. offense to my family, but we're really good at embellishing things. Oh, okay. So McCall, there's, McCall's going to be a bestseller. I was going to say, I don't really think People there is. People would get a kick out of my life. But I know for sure I have family members that are really good at that lying thing. Yeah. Hard so saying. yeah, I think, they could, I think they could draw up some interest. Hard saying. Draw up some interest. I okay. used to be really good at that lying thing. And then Dustin was like, that's a kind of trash thing to do. And I was like, oh, well, then I won't do that anymore. Fair. <laughs> uh, so... We both think there might be enough there to at least start with an interesting premise. And then if you work off the truth and decide the truth is not as important, yeah, you got something. You definitely got something. So then continuing to self-evaluate, what do we think the big warning signs for ourselves are? Warning. Warning. It's you. (gasps) What? Hey, Jane McCall at VFX for the Beezer Lock and Key debate at eight. If you had a warning label, which let's be honest, I think plenty of our experiences would dictate for at least if most of us yeah. actually yep. man i wish i would have seen that coming yep everybody had a warning label be a few less surprises let's be honest there'd be plenty of us who'd still jump head first into red flags oh yeah but maybe there'd be a few less surprises along the way so since in this thought exercise mccall and i have a family member or family members maybe it's a collaborative effort mccall yeah maybe there's a whole side of the family that just wants to cash in on our ridiculousness yeah Terrible, being terrible people. What does your warning label say? Because that that could probably be a chapter. Be like, oh gosh, McCall should be labeled blank. Wrap in bubble wrap. (laughs) Cannot be trusted to walk on flat surfaces. (laughs) Cannot take bowling. Pretty pretty legit uh, warning after last night. Yeah. I'm, I don't know hurt, what I did to my ankle. I jacked it up. I jacked it up. Very very goodly. Yeah. Like, I tripped into the middle of the bowling alley, into the middle of the lane. I don't know how it happened, but, like, next thing I know, I was, like, smack dab in the middle of the lane of the (laughs) bowling alley. So, whatever. Please don't let her bowl. AJ, warning label. Only has room for, like, 12 people in his life. Ooh, that's a good one. Just about right. (laughs) Warning label from a call. May forget to text you back.
May open your message, think of something witty to say, and then that text you for like three weeks. <laughs> Oopsie doopsie, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Warning label for AJ. He may just fall off the face of the earth for a little bit. Like, yeah. he, he may be friends. He does that. But part of that is he's just going to disappear he for a little bit. He does that. He's going to be like, eh, I'm going to go back into my clamshell for a while. Leave me alone. Uh, McCall warning Under label. Warning label for McCall. We'll say something stupid. Oh, come on. Guaranteed. That's, that's everybody. Yeah, but usually, like, we'll say something stupid and expect you to understand what's being said. <laughs> we'll expect you yeah, to read okay. my mind. You had that second part. Yeah, I'm on board. Yep. I'm on board with AJ, that. AJ, what's that one thing that, like... Scissors? <laughs> oh, my gosh. How'd you know? Luck. Luck. I bet I spend a lot more time with you than most people. Yeah. <laughs> Warning level for uh, AJ. No filter on this one, buddy. No. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh-uh. One of my. One of my. I, I was gonna. I was not gonna say proudest because I want to encourage. But one of my proudest <laughs> moments. We had like six people in here one day, and everyone. Not oh. me. Not me. Everyone was having a discussion about how they realized that they were cursing a lot more, and then they decided <laughs> to get to the bottom of it. And the answer was this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm the same every way. Yeah. There you, you just, go. 100% you're yourself. Of, you know, those sentence enhancers, you you ain't going to like it. Warning label for McCall. We'll pet your dog. It's a terrible warning label. Warning label for McCall. We'll pet every dog. That's fair. In the general vicinity. I saw a meme yesterday that said, God gave me two hands so I could pet two dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Where was I just the other day? Oh, I was at Sportsman's Warehouse and I was standing in there and I heard a dog bark and I went, a dog? And then I heard a bark again and went, a dog! And Dustin's like, McCall, you can't pet everyone's dogs. And I was like, watch me. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Uh, Warning label for uh, me, for AJ. If uh, you're in my life, your life is no longer private. Yes. I may fudge some of the details if I care about you. Maybe. But something happens to you, it's on the show. Yep. Fact of life. You want to stop that? We can't be friends. You can't tell me a story. Nope. Nothing. It's going on. Nope. If I think it's hilarious Look, or we'll, interesting, we'll, it's on. We'll adapt it. Like Sometimes. AJ said, we'll fudge the details. Sometimes. We're not going to be like, hey, so this AJ guy, he kind of sucks. Let me tell you I ha- why. I have said that before. <laughs> the AJ guy does kind of suck. That's why they're writing a book about him. Oh, okay. He kind of sucks. Beezer, Lock and Key, Debated 8 on VFX. Uh, I bet, uh, McCall, one of the warning labels you really did wish existed was when you had kind of a jerk neighbor. Maybe even a lazy neighbor. Oh, okay. A take advantage neighbor. Okay. There's a story about that. Oh, and it's good. And heaven forbid you have to deal with it. (sighs) People say it's petty. After the (laughs) week, it's right up McCall's alley. Hmm. Now, admittedly, the AJ and McCall show... Semi regularly, at least, applauds Petty. Yeah. And maybe that'll be the case, but fresh off talking about warning labels, I think most of us, especially moving into like a super brand new area, like maybe a town you're not super familiar with, mm-hmm. would love to see the neighbor warnings. Oh, yeah. They're of course. Loud. They're going to come bother you all the time. Yeah. Are they going to be like, maybe they're the sweet ones? Like, what any else? kind of label. That, it'd be fairly important. I can Definitely. tell you, someone who doesn't really connect with their neighbors at all, I'd love to know. At least the outside, what to expect. Yeah. Neighbors now, pretty all right. Yeah. So we found a story, case <sighs> of... Uh, a little bit of petty. Neighbor contention, shall I say, and I'll, you can decide for yourself which mm-hmm. side you're on. Mm-hmm. So uh, a guy took a photo, how his neighbor cut their grass, okay? Looks like they're in some townhomes, and I'm not sure where, somewhere in the UK, um... They cut the grass right up to the property line. I mean, there's like a strip and a half left that needs to be mowed on the neighbor's, but the he, one neighbor's side. Left it. Left it. But to be clear, he mowed his grass. Yes. He mowed his grass. His grass. No one else's. No one else's. Says, uh, ne- next door with top class grass banter. So, I think it's funny. I see this and uh, it's like the neighbor whose lawn didn't get mowed is like zero scaped for the Uh most part, aside from this itty bitty little strip of grass. Right. For me. As you say, I've only had to maintain a yard, so I'm deferring completely to you on this. For me, I'm with it. I mean, it's not my lawn to mow. If you want your lawn, maybe you want your lawn to get really tall. Maybe you want to bale it, whatever. Okay. If you're going to bring a baler in there, that's actually quite impressive, but (laughs) not my business. 
They said he said I decided I'm gonna leave it when their grass grows back. I'll mow mine. I like this game. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe that neighbor who didn't get their lawn mowed is just a complete jerk. I know it's a very very high possibility. Maybe they expect like the neighbor to take care of their stuff. Maybe they're kind of lazy. Who knows? I was just having this conversation. The minute you expect something, it becomes something the other, yep. the person you expect from doesn't want to do anymore. Yep. But it's a nice <laughs> gesture. That's fine. You think you're you planning on doing it. it. Yep. I don't want to do it anymore. You start planning on doing it and it's like, yeah, okay, cool. But then as soon as they're like, hey, would you mind like mowing my lawn? It's like, no, I'm not going to mow your lawn. Maybe you can get your own lawn. Just get a, like a little goat cage, and Look, the goat can just circle around eating the little strip and a half. But seriously, the, the, the goat would like eat that in like a day and a half. It'd probably like eat the cage because it'd be like, you know what? I don't really want this. <laughs> I see grass over there, and I want the grass over there, and I want this grass. The grass is greener on the other side. Okay, let me have not this grass. Is it ultimate level petty? Yeah, 100%. probably not 100%. that much lawn, but. I don't blame this guy. Maybe, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. Maybe that neighbor's a jerk. I wouldn't be like, oh, okay, well, I'll just mow your lawn. It looks really long, too, by the way. <laughs> you better get a weed whacker. Yeah. Continuing with our warning labels, I bet, especially because it seems like the trend has upticked in the pandemic of people being disrespectful to those that work in the service industry. Yeah. How about a warning for those that are going to be, let's be honest, Karen's. However, if you have a legitimate complaint, I have made an observation from two of our VFX staff members that Uh has worked in their favor. Oh. Warning labels should absolutely be applied to customers. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. I mean, the Karen videos have gone viral. There's now they get catchy nicknames like the Skechers Karen or the the Costco Karen. Mm -hmm. Here's the here's the distinction I want to make, though. AJ McCall at VFX. Not being obnoxious, but if you have a legitimate complaint, okay. a legitimate complaint about service, i.e., if you didn't listen to the after show yesterday, I highly suggest you do strictly for the Dome Hippo story. Dome Hippo. <laughs> but let me first have one of the two that has experienced what I'm going to tell you I feel like I've noticed. Okay. First. So producer Butters, please tell the story. What happened in your last shopping experience? So I went into the uh, phone store. To, uh, get my phone looked at and uh, just totally got ignored so I left and I called the company and uh, they told me yeah just schedule it to go back in because you know the whole COVID thing or whatever and they didn't they weren't able to look at it and man the service was great like you know greeted me at the door said here's this person like got me in got me out I was in there for like literally like maybe 10 minutes how long were you ignored the first time oh at least at least a half hour so you think the complaining got you some better service? Maybe. He says maybe. McCall told us yesterday how she went to the DLD and they heard her. They, they said talking they, smack. I would yeah. say making observations that most of us would agree with. Well, I was just annoyed with the uh, automation system. So I ended up going to the DLD because I had to get, surprise, a brand new driver's license. Because, right. surprise, mine expired in March. And I had no idea that it expired in March until I went to the bank and the lady was like, hey, just so you know, as a heads up, we can accept expired driver's licenses because I know people have been having a hard time going in and getting their driver's license renewed. But just so you know, for future reference, and I was like, wait, whose license is expired? Mine? No, that's not possible. I went in like a year and a half ago. Surprise, it was expired. And I may or may not have said a couple of things about how I was not looking forward to the experience of going in and waiting at the DLD and the person at the front had heard it and I was like, no, I wasn't talking smack about you guys. I was just talking smack like in general because usually like sitting down at the DLD or the DMV is not fun. But but after my experience, I would prefer, I'm going to say this, maybe I'm going to get smacked for it. Don't care. I would prefer to go to the DLD than to go to the DMV. The last time I went to the DMV, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Sorry, I forgot. I was like, poop on your shoe. My bad. So what I've noticed then is that producer Butter's complaining, legitimate complaints. He was ignoring the store for 30 minutes. McCall complaining, automation system frustrated her, led to better service. Yeah. So then the Palmer Home Furnishing Poll of the Day, if you complain to the store, legitimate complaints, not being obnoxious, legitimate complaints. I've waited too long for this. Nobody helped me. Stuff like that. Legitimate complaints. Will the service improve next time? Producer Butters and McCall's case seems to be the case. Poll of the day says 
No. 82% says no help at all. Huh. I mean, I get it. I get it. When you hear a complaint, you, pic- you picture the Karens. I know. I see it, too. Yep. I see it. Every once in a while, you just, you have some complaints, though. But I mean, that's, that's, they're not bad. Like, complaints, I mean, they're not great, but there could be legitimate complaints. If the service is lacking, the service is lacking. Let's yep. say you be obnoxious about it. Yep. Because ne- in neither case... Especially producer Butters, it's saying something because I think he gets riled up pretty easily. And he handled it very <laughs> professionally. I thought. Yeah, he did. I was actually very impressed. Very professionally. Had to tell him. Service improved. Producer Butters, good job. I'm so proud of you. Um, McCall, correct me if I'm wrong. I think most people in the service industry will take constructive criticism. Absolutely. They want to be better. Absolutely. It's when you're a jerk, that they're mm-hmm. like, "All right, I'm spitting in your food." Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you can't. Um, no. Yeah, right. Got wink. You can't spit in. No, I got a wink. No, we're not winking. It's I not totally happening. got it. Wink. Look, if I get my freaking uh, food handler's permit revoked because you're over here winking, I'm going to be mad. People shouldn't be jerks. No. Palmer Home Furnishing Poland. But they still are. For some reason, they're entitled and they think that they can. So There's your problem. Whatever. Let me put an asterisk in there as well because I have family members that do this. Don't go looking for something to be wrong either. No. I have family members that try to find a reason to be upset. You're going to find something then because you really want it to happen. Yep. So on that subject, McCall, no surprise, the Karens, and I don't know what we decided the male version is. I just go with Kyle. Sure. I don't know what it is. But when they get busted, what's the next step? Well, they got to deny, 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 and then they got to apologize. The problem is (laughs) it's not sincere. We've Mm -mm. all experienced that, right? Mm -hmm. If not, you're in for a crash course. All this hour, it's been piling up. Books about our... (laughs) <laughs> misdeeds, crazy stories from the past, yep. our warning labels, what our shortcomings are. That was in the debated aid on VFX. Uh, complaining about customer service, possibly being the lazy neighbor. It's all been piling and piling up, and now it's time to issue an apology, McCall. You know, YouTube style. YouTube style? That is to say insincere and completely fake. Oh, no. Usually if it's YouTube style, you just kind of pass the buck. Yeah. So it's like a... You do something Not along the lines apology. of, you never say I'm sorry. What you say is I'm disappointed in myself for disappointing my fans. Like if they said sorry, Twitter would explode. Like, oh, they admitted it. Yeah. Because it's like if you say sorry, you're you're not allowed to say sorry. It's usually like, I'm sorry you're offended. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm sor- sorry you don't like, like that. Like all meaning and sorry hasn't been completely removed anyway because there's people who do, as McCall said, oh, I look, I know you feel you need an apology, so I'm sorry you feel that way. So that's not sincere at all. Or there's people like, you know, Midwesterners who overstate it because they're like, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Like, you don't need sorry, to apologize. Sorry, fine. sorry. I'm just making a comment. Yep. And they're just overusing it. That's the jar they need, not a swear jar. They need an inaccessible jar. Use of sorry in dollar. Yep. They'd have a million dollars by the end of the year. Wow. That's a lot of money. But the thing is, the sorry's lost a bunch of meaning. Mm hmm. But that's the case. We've been all all hour, McCall. It's been piling up. It's been piling up. Now we gotta we gotta give our sincere apologies. Look, I'm sorry you don't like that I'm uncoordinated. That's what do you just want me to say? Who I am. This is just how I am. And who I am is who I'm gonna be. <laughs> oh jeez. I'm sorry you don't appreciate my sense of humor. You ever had one of these? So what you're saying is, is that I'm at fault here? Oh. So well, I don't see it that way. Oh, of course. This is my opinion, and my opinion is that I didn't do anything wrong. My opinion is fact. Uh, Here's my, this one is the new one for this okay. century, this decade. It was just a joke. Jeez. I was joking. It was a joke. Come on. That's my favorite. Don't take yourself so seriously. Whenever anybody says it was a joke, it wasn't a joke. Because I get that a lot. I've I've gotten it before in a a general vicinity that is here. And I have said something like, you know, that's not really funny. (laughs) It's a joke. I'm sorry you don't understand my sense of humor. Yeah. Add on to that one. I, I didn't mean it that way. I don't know why you took it that way. Don't imply it anyway. He's sensitive. Yeah. Jeez. That's always my favorite. I so, also really like, uh, I also really like, if you weren't so sensitive, maybe, you know, you wouldn't be offended by everything. Why are you so emotional right what, now? What's the matter? You're going to cry? 
the so, time of the month. We've covered all bases, right? We've we've apologized without really apologizing. Mm-hmm. We just wanted I think to so. cover all non-apologies so. that we're going to run. I'm just into. really disappointed that I've let my fans down. So I I'm, swear <laughs> I'm going to be better. Yeah, this time is different. I'm so <laughs> upset. I'm going to learn and grow from this. Let's all grow together. If I could just get like a straightforward apology from two I'm two people in particular who shall remain anonymous, who are YouTubers, ain't gonna happen. it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. And I'm really upset. It's been Not like really. a YouTube torch session on top of all the you that I, can, yo. apparently are unable of apologizing. Uh, there, is a, there is a lot going on in the YouTube community that I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to like unfollow everybody that I've followed for years and years. Um, anyway, whatever. I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't look further. <laughs> but in reality, the bar the bar was already set low in the ridiculous ways that McCall had hurt herself and she may have oh, dug her way under it last night. I did. Night. Oh, I did. <laughs> the actual dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. AJ McCall on VFX. Now, let's remove last night. Wednesday, July 8th for just a second. We're going to set it over here. Okay. Before then, what would you say was probably the most ridiculous way that you injured yourself? Because remember, you told us yesterday you used to run into walls because you thought casts were cool, I which did. I second casts were cool I as a did. kid. I did. I thought casts were the coolest thing. So we're setting last night aside here. Before last night, what was the most ridiculous way you injured yourself? Probably standing on a disco ball. Lucky enough to witness that one. Uh-huh. Did you ever go get your wrist looked at, by the way? Yeah. I ended up going in and they were like, oh, yeah, there's no problem with it. I just have like this massive bump thing inside of my hand that's like, oh, yeah, you know, if it gets cold sometimes, I can't move it. But that's like, ironic. Yeah, it's fine. Because we're going to bring back last night. Back, back, back. And I back. think you're in a similar injury, injury situation. Broken, uh, eh, knobby thing for a while. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm an idiot. Okay, here we go. Let's play this game, shall we? McCall is not the most coordinated individual. Facts. I had said like two weeks ago, don't worry, I've gotten better. Yeah, last you did night, say that. Last night proves that was false. <laughs> so I had the opportunity last night to be a part of a music video, which I was so excited to be a part of. I told AJ, I feel like this is a sign from the universe because this is the second music video I've been asked to be a part of in the last like week from two separate people. So I was really, really excited about it. And we were going to go bowling, which I'm always really good, good at bowling right off the bat. My first game is always my best game. Right. And I was like, this is going to be great. I get my bowling ball and we're just kind of killing time. They're like, okay, so we're just going to grab some like B roll shots of people bowling. Right. So I'm like, okay, this will be cool. So I get my bowling ball and I'm like, I'm going to bowl a strike. This is going to be the best, best shot I've ever made in my life so I get all up in my own head and I start going forward and I do my little bowling approach I don't know what happened I have no idea but somehow my bowling ball starts careening down the lane as it should and I go my ankle and I fall like an uncoordinated baby gazelle into the middle of the lane in Logan Lanes and I'm laying there and I'm like Oh my gosh, how did this just happen? Why am I laying on the ground? Oh, embarrassing. Because there's a group of people, because we are filming a music video that I am not supposed to be the main character in. And yet, here I am, splayed out in the middle of the lanes, like a ding dong. So I get up, I go sit down, I look down. They're like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Everything's great. So they tell us to stand up and, you know, stand in a circle and we're like having a good time and chatting and all of a sudden everything starts going and I feel like I'm going to pass out. I sit down, I look down, my ankle is the size of a softball and I'm like, how'd that happen? What? What? So... The very nice lady next to me was like, I'll go get you some ice. And I said, thank you. And then she's like, do you want some ibuprofen? And I was like, yes, please. And I don't know what happened. And now my foot is like still, I don't know, probably tennis ball-ish sized. It's It's very noticeable. Bad. Very. It's disturbingly noticeable, to be honest. Do you want to look at it again? I really don't. Oh, okay. So then the question becomes disco ball wrist injury, bowling ankle injury. 
I got to be honest, it's sixes. (laughs) They're both bad. Like, these are both stories that I cannot wait to tell at a dinner party someday. (laughs) Probably next week. Because as we found out yesterday, it doesn't take much for you to tell your whole life story. Now this is the latest, most interesting story. Yeah, it's great. Just to recap. I've I've been looking into, like, the positivity of things. So I'm trying to come up with the, this is good because. You hit me when you find that. Yeah, just, yeah, I will. Just to recap for McCall Taylor, she hurt her wrist, yep. sprained it very bad, stepping on a disco ball. Correct. She now <laughs> has likely, if not more severely, sprained her ankle, uh-huh. trying to just bowl. Just bowl. Just I just went bowling. Just bowl. I've done this before. This is not new. She used to run into brick walls as a kid to try and get a cast. She broke the growth plate in her feet with a box of stamps. Stamping up stamps, yeah. Rubber stamps. I, I, You know what? We talked about warning labels. Yours is right. I think yours should say, please handle with caution. Please give bubble wrap. Honestly, more ways than one. I would say emotionally as well, but physically for sure. Oh, yeah. VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing you'll see this morning from the AJ and McCall show, besides the after show. Oh, yeah, of course. That's new. It's a new It's a new fun game. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook so we could possibly decide that yours is the last post we want to leave. So, McCall, what did you pick? I landed on my friend Joy's post, and it's a a meme that says, I don't need a mood ring. I've got a face. Ooh, I related to something. Fair. Fair. (laughs) I picked my friend Sarah. Says, uh, Clerk, why are you wearing that? Me. The mayor and the CDC said to wear it. Clerk, they said to wear a mask. Me. What? Did the Lone Ranger? Sorry. Me. What did the Lone Ranger wear? Clerk, nothing. Me, nothing. Clerk, nothing. Me, nothing. Clerk, a mask? Me. Hi-ho, Silver! <laughs> I like it. You can win. Wrong kind of mask. Oopsie doopsie. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor at us across all social media, just like Utah's VFX across all social media. Yeah. Don't forget 435-787-0945 is the number to call and 68255 is the number to text. Start your text with VFX anytime you want to be on the AJ and McCall show. Yep. Stream us online. Find the podcast there, utahsvfx.com or AJ and McCall, anywhere podcasts are. Produce Buddy's done a pretty good job. I think we're most of those places. Oh, yeah. Like I said, normally it's the last thing Facebook roulette is, but we do have the app show coming up, which you definitely want to find. It's on our Facebook because it's done via Facebook Live. Going to have another chance to win a family four-pack of monster truck tickets. That's right. Two different shows happening with the Insanity Tour this Saturday in Tremont. In fact, find Utah's VFX across all social media because you might have another chance to win on another platform. Oh, weird. Instagram. Just saying. Hint, hint, hint. Just saying. Later today, hint. So, until tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Uh, please watch where you're going and don't do anything we wouldn't do. <laughs> Thanks for listening to VFX.